I wish you could just shut your big yapper. Now it's time for a long walk to Cleveland with Rudy Povich. Good luck finding a DJ who can move and shake like this. On Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and every morning live on Instagram. That shit sounds pretty good on blow, mixed with tequila and wine on an empty stomach. Thank you guys so much for joining me on A Long Walk to Cleveland. You can find this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher. Try to every single Monday night around 7 p.m. Do this thing live on Instagram. Instagram is making it harder and harder (laughs) to do this live. What a pain in the dick. Ah, anyways, let's get to some dates. Hey, if you're going to be around uh, Minneapolis this coming weekend, give yourself an opportunity to go on to Volstead's, the speakeasy that is in downtown, excuse me, in uptown Minneapolis. Uh, I'm going to be there. Hey, what's up, Scooter? How are you? What's up, Andrea? Hi, Amanda. Nice to see everybody. Uh, I'm going to be at Volstead's. Show is 830 for their Easy Speak showcase happens every other wednesday night my buddy mj has been putting this thing on and just destroying those rooms god they're so much fun check them out for sure anytime you see an opportunity to go to volstead's you should go because that place is hands down one of my favorites get yourself a paper airplane probably one of the best absolutely one of the best drinks ever what's up steph rizel also coming up this weekend may 19th and 20th four shows two friday two saturday i feel like i'm just kind of yelling into the wind about this because i don't know anybody in oklahoma city but i am just throwing it out there that if you know anybody or you're going to be in the area of oklahoma city bricktown comedy club Four shows opening for the one and only Adam Carolla. You can get your tickets at rudypovich.com. Uh, go to uh, adamcarolla.com slash events. And then you can also just go to Bricktown Comedy. Like I said, I don't. I'm, the only people, I know a couple of people that are in that area. I know a couple of people that I do work with because I am the voice of Sand Creek Casino, which is just on the outskirts of Oklahoma City. But other than that, I know not a soul. I will be going to Oklahoma City by myself Friday morning landing and basically just twiddling my thumbs until 7 p.m. when that uh, first show Friday night kicks off. So yeah, looking forward to it, man. What's up, Sherry? Hi, what's going on? How are you? Tara, don't call me Tara Tara. Uh, Sarah, hi, how are you? Everybody, everybody's, everybody's stopping by saying what up? I know it's getting nice and I haven't done these Instagram live hits uh, for a while and I'm like, man, numbers are going to suck because Nobody's used to it being on Monday nights. Also, it's nice again. People ain't sitting on their goddamn phones or going out doing shit, and I get it. It's what you should be doing. We basically have eight and a half months of hell in Minnesota. Then we get about three weeks in fall and uh, in spring that are pretty decent. Weather's warm, no bugs. And then we immediately go right into the hot, sweltering ass crack i mean just monkey butt of a summer which is probably going to be kicking off here i believe in like two weeks it's just get fucking oh it's just the worst like i know i shouldn't complain but man when it hits that like 85 90 like fuck dude it's awful yep scooter i'm walking in the i'm walking in the rink in st louis park i'm still cold i get it i know i was outside today and i'm like god it feels like 81 but it's just still a chill in the air <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is the matter with everybody? Jesus. So anyway, uh, yeah, check out uh, check out the roster, rudypovich.com. There is a bevy of shows. Like this week, oh, this week is probably, I equated it to having to wake up and waiting to go to Disney World. 
because all week I'm just like, I don't, I don't want to be here. I just want to get this goddamn week done so I can get on an airplane and go to Oklahoma City and have the best weekend of my life and then get my ass back here on a plane. Because uh, next week on Monday, week from today, I'll be at the uh, Minnesota Twins game. Buddy of mine is coming in from San Francisco. He's a Giants fan. He's bringing in the family, so we're all going to hang. Scooter, as soon as the pool is open, I ditch the skaters and swim. The pool, Their pool is fun. I have a hard time with pools. And not because it has anything to do with, you know, I'm not a fun hater. I just find, don't get me wrong, pools are fun. They're a good time. I guess I just equate pools to a level of laziness that there's just so little amount of time on this planet and I see people basically just stick their umbrella in the goddamn pole like in that little tiny concrete hole and they just hang all day at the pool and I'm like I don't I don't know even when I was a kid I was like what the fuck are we doing hanging at the pool there's shit to do man we got BMX bikes let's go start shit let's go light shit on fire why are we sitting at a pool also, uh, I was kind of an overweight kid and I had bitch tits and kind of didn't want to take my shirt off in front of everybody. So there's a little bit of that that was going on. Uh, scooter, oh no, water slides, I run stairs. Yeah, yeah, listen, if you, if once a week, if people want to go and enjoy themselves at a pool, totally get it. But God damn it, man, like I see these guys, I see kids that are just goddamn sitting at the fucking Richfield pool all day, every day. They don't do shit, shit. It's all they do is hang. Their parents just get them a pass. We use it as babysitting, essentially. And I don't know if you saw this in the newspaper, but Valley Fair, which is kind of like our local amusement park here in the Twin Cities, they have decided to not let parents just fucking nilly-willy drop their kids off at Valley Fair and let them hang all day. It's causing problems. Kids are little shits. And when I, my daughter found out, she goddamn lost her mind. She was like, what? I can't hang on at Valley Fair all day? I get to sit there all day with my friends using the same refillable cup over and over and over again? No, you can't. You fucking can't. So yeah. So yeah, the chaperone policy is in full effect. And listen, they don't even make it that crazy of a... uh, Listen, you can basically drop your kids off at 11. And at some point, I mean, most kids are usually picked up by four or five anyway. And that's when you got to haul ass out out of the park... So I don't understand why everybody's having such a hard time understanding that Valley Fair is a business. It needs to make money. It's not there to watch your fucking kids all day. So if you want to buy them a $100 pass and drop them off every day, maybe be kind of responsible for them. I don't know. Buy yourself a $100 pass and take half days on Fridays and go hang out with the kids. Just saying. It might be nice if every once in a while you do, because I, here's, I, that was my move, is that I'm like, I'm going to buy a pass, and then once a week, I'm going to go there with my daughter, and we're going to hang out with her and her friends. Fuck no. The second we got there, my daughter's like, get the fuck out of here, old man. Hang with my friends now. Thank you for the ride. And of course, the $20 to buy me a Pronto Pup, but you can pound sand, which I did, and I went once, and I never used the $100 pass, ever. Scooter rode Wild Thing for the first time yesterday. First time? I thought you were an old hat at uh, Valley Fair. No? What's up, Eric? How are you, bud? So, yeah. So, anyway, 
it's nice to see that there are some people that are like, hey, by the way, you're not going to treat us like a goddamn child dumpster. Don't just be dropping off your kids and then hauling ass and having them sit here all day because you don't have a babysitter. It's not what this is. You want to buy your kids a pass? Great. But we're not here to just, you know, entertain. I mean, we are here to entertain your kids. That's a bad analogy. They are an amusement park. It is there for entertainment. But I can understand why they'd be like, hey, man, we're tired of dealing with shitty kids with no supervision. You can't just fucking drop your kids off here and just let them go nilly-willy into the night. It's not their responsibility. Which, luckily, I don't have to worry about that shit. Because I raised a good kid. My kids got her shit together. Why? Because I'm a good parent. I mean, you know, I'm probably 50% half in the bag, you know. Don't really ask a lot about how her day is. Yeah. Kind of don't don't hang out with her. Don't, uh, don't, but hey, I bought her that $100 pass to Valley Fair, so get the fuck off my back. Scooter, I was tired dealing with the shitty kids. I'm happy. No, listen, I get it, dude. Trust me. Drop them kids off all day, every day. But I do understand Valley Fair's point where they're like, yeah, by the way, we're not just uh, daycare. You know, we are a business trying to make a few bucks here. Don't just be, and also it's weird that Valley Fair, for how, for whatever reason, Valley Fair just never, it never seemed to be empty. And now I go to Valley Fair and I'm like, where the fuck is everybody? This place used to be packed. We look so looked forward to it. And maybe just kids, their pleasure circuits just so burnt out, man. They don't give two fucks about Valley Fair anymore. You know? When you go three times a week, it's not special. We used to go every other year. And when we went, we fucking enjoyed the shit out of it. Even the rides I didn't want to ride, I rode them. That white rickety ass old wood roller coaster that thing scared the shit out of me but god damn it i wrote it because i'm like we ain't coming back for two years so if you're gonna get it in you're gonna get it in now and man i just see kids just like like you're you're bored at valley fair how the fuck can you be bored at a place that was made specifically for your entertainment and there's only one answer you got too much of it you don't get a chance to you know when they say things like absence makes the heart grow fonder, you gotta fucking step away sometimes. But then again, see, uh, we got people like Scooter who shit all over my point, which is my kids still love it 95 times last year. So yeah, so maybe uh, I have no idea what the fuck I'm talking about. I'm just saying that, and no, don't get me wrong. I think that there are kids that can, they will have fun whether they're at an amusement park or they are sitting out in the middle of Superior National Forest with nothing but a stick and an acorn. They will find a way to be to have fun. Because as I have tried many a times to be able to tell my daughter and her friends, because the, the great Dennis Prager once said this, if you are bored, you are boring. Please remember that. Find some shit to do. It's not good to just sit around and let your mind just you know drift or just be lost in a phone or an ipad all day should when they talk about rotting brains we are getting dumber as time goes on get the fuck up go find something that you enjoy whether it be some sort of hobby whether it be a sport anything just go out find it bust your ass at it enjoy it let it take over all the stress and all the bullshit that you have to deal with throughout the day and i'm telling you you will feel so much better Scooter, no devices in summer. Fucking A. I, I, yeah, 
I'm down with that rule. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, we're, I think I'm going to do the thing where the Wi-Fi gets turned off in the house. Although my kid could probably just get unlimited data. Fuck. I'm sure. She, I, listen, I'm sure I'm paying for it. I'm sure I have Wi-Fi that I'm paying for and then also unlimited data to her phone because heaven forbid if she should not be entertained by a device in her hand at all times. Fuck. Oh. Such a long way up the mountain, isn't it? Jesus Christ. And fucking, it's so far up the mountain. Oh, I don't know how we do it. I don't. <laughs> I just sound like some old fucking, I don't know how we did it. I, I really, I honestly, there are days where I look back and I'm just like, how the fuck are we getting through this? How are we getting through it financially? How are we getting through it emotionally? It's a lot different in your 40s, though. I've noticed that. Happiness definitely comes when your kids are able to be able to get get themselves up and at them for school and can start driving themselves places. For sure. I miss it. I'm, you know, I tried hanging with my daughter tonight and she was like, no, I'm good. I'm like, all right. I forced her to come to Menards with me just because I was like, I need to hang with you for a little while and do something. Because I... I'm really starting to feel as if you, and you know, like it's it's no different than any other dad-daughter relationship. Daughters love their dads till about the age of 12, and then shit comes off the rails until about the age of 25, and then amends start happening. But until then, eh, ride that goddamn storm out. Listen, you get on that mechanical bull over at the Cadillac Ranch and you ride that thing. You ride it out. I don't care how many times they try to jerk you off that. I mean, okay. That's a bad choice of words. What I'm saying is, you definitely have to, you have to hang on to it and you don't let that bull beat you off. I mean, what you want to do is to get one hand underneath the rope and cut off circulation, okay? Because sometimes... When it's spinning in its circle and it's trying to jerk... Okay, that's also another bad analogy. God damn it. Uh, Steph Rizal, take it from someone who hated those trips to Menards with her dad. She'll look back someday and appreciate the time together. Yeah. Fuck, I hope so. I hope so. Uh, I know I'm an embarrassing piece of shit at the moment, but eventually, you know. It's funny that we don't go the opposite way. Like when we're kids, especially for me... I was always like, man, how can I try to be able to get my parents to notice me? How can I get my parents to love me again? What did I do wrong? <laughs> and like now we're just like swinging right back the other way where I'm like, how can I get my kid to fucking hang out with me? Ah, <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, what's up, Tony? How are you, man? Uh, Scooter, oh yeah, good old Menards at 6 a.m. with my dad. Jesus, 6 a.m., what is he, a fucking sadist? Oh my God, why would he get you up at 6 a.m.? My goodness, what are you, building a fucking flower box? Why would you go at 6 a.m.? Jesus. Listen, I, I, I take my kid, it's late in the day. Fucking, you don't want to be 6 a.m. Menards, fuck. They haven't even got that shitty pot of coffee at Menards that they hand out with the little white styrofoam fucking cups. They don't even have that going, BJ, what's up, Billy? What's going on, dude? Good to see you, buddy. Uh, He was a contractor. Nice. Right on. Right on, right on. I get that. 
You know, having a family that's a bunch of roofers, I 1,000% get those early, early mornings. What's up, Lynn? Nice to see you. Nice to see you. Scooter, I'd go to jobs with him. Fuck. You know what, man? Um, I was giving some shit to the Girl Scouts. And somebody had said, because I do, I do that bit every now and again about like, you know, uh, hey, mister, would you like to buy some Girl Scout cookies? No, no, no. My family already owns a sweatshop. I was like, man, I'm, I'm pissed off that I can't get that kind of free labor, free child labor. And somebody was kind of giving me shit about it. And they're like, that's not true. That's not true. You know, those kids volunteer. That's not true. And I'm like, fucking, hey, listen, here's the deal. When we were kids, we worked 10 times harder than sitting in an air-conditioned grocery store selling cookies that for a company that was making, you know, a 497% profit off the fucking things, not getting paid. We were picking up nails. We were hauling shingles. We were putting in windows. We fucking sucked at it. Trust me. Trust me. We sucked at it, but... <laughs> <laughs> we still went out and we goddamn did it and it sucked what's up erica bang hi nice to see you billy nice to join the party welcome to the party pal i was saying the other day i am very disappointed that people don't quote movies anymore remember that you could be the life of the party do you know how many times i got big pops out on the playground just by going Alrighty then. Do you know how many times? You're a god amongst men when you can drop an alrighty then. But nowadays people don't do it. Nobody does it. Nobody quotes movies anymore. That was how you, you could steal my bike. But if you knew every single word to throw mama from the train, I would forgive and forget. Fuck, dude. Erica, hey, Rudy, excited to see you in Oklahoma. Oh, you coming? Oh, dude. Oh, my God. Love it if you came. Absolutely. Love to see you down there. Fuck yeah, dude. That's going to be bomb. God damn. That'll be awesome. Ah, uh, Sarah, they don't? Question mark. I do it all the time. Yeah, no, young kids don't. People in our age group still do. I drop it every once in a while. Every time my daughter goes... Kind of goes, oh, my God. Oh, my knee hurts. I'm like, yeah, well, now your back hurts because you just pulled landscaping duty. Doesn't laugh. Doesn't get it. Doesn't understand it. Quotes from Step Brothers. Oh, yeah. Dude, Wedding Crashers? Oh. Line them up, man. Line them up. How many times you throw a quote out from the Blues Brothers or Animal House? Something from Empire Records? Who glued the goddamn quarters to the floor? People don't do that nowadays. You know why? I don't know why? Because they're too busy fucking watching YouTube. It's brand new content over and over and over and over and over and over again. We were stuck sometimes having to watch the same shit movies because it's all you had on VHS. And we loved it. The only thing kids are uh, reciting nowadays is like and subscribe, like and subscribe, like and subscribe. That's it. That's all they fucking re recite. But you drop a well-timed quote from Alf, from Anchorman, you're my boy. Blue, you're my boy, huh? See? All roads lead back to movie quotes. And these fucking kids nowadays don't get it. Kids used to have this thing, man, where that's all they do. They'd get fixated on one show and they would just watch it over and over and over and over and over and over. Nowadays, too fast. Too much shit getting thrown at them, man. 
You got way too many shows, people just having to pound through it. I hate it. I hate the fact that nobody, you can't bond with people when you hear somebody drop a well-placed quote and you just go, oh, fuck, I know what movie that guy is talking about. I totally get it. Because like, there's movies that I love that nobody has seen. And there was one time where somebody had said FUBAR and somebody uh, in the proximity of me said, I recommend you try a different sport like knitting. And I'm like, who the fuck said that? Who said that? Who said that? Because I know that guy. I know I, Everything I need to know about that man, he just told me. You know how I always say everything you need to know about a person is if you take them and have them cross the street in a busy intersection. What does that person do? If that person sees that traffic is stopping and they are waiting and they run across the street, give that guy a job. If you see that that person is lollygagging and taking their sweet ass time, that's how they do everything. Fuck those people. They are not worth your time. Steph, I still watch the same stuff over and over again. Fuck yeah. It's good. It's good move. Listen, don't don't break what's what although every now and again you do have to go back and not go back. You have to move forward on some shit. Like right now, I'm watching Dave and Dave is hands down the best show on TV. Dave Bird is a better rapper than most rappers. He's a better actor than most actors. Everything this guy does is so goddamn good. He's he's a funnier comedian than almost anybody I know. This motherfucker is so talented. That show is hands down the best. And here's the thing, because I, those first two seasons, I was like, that's going to be tough to beat. It's going to be tough. I don't think you can do it. And then I started watching this third season. And I went, okay, you guys have outdone yourselves. Andrew Santino is lights out in this show. You guys got to watch Dave. You guys got to watch Dave. Fuck. It's so good. Also watching Beef right now. Beef's really good. I enjoy it. There's one, and I've said this before about, about rich celebrities. These motherfuckers, there are some that are great. They are easy to work with. They are so much fun. Then there are some that you have, you give so much of your time and energy. And every time they just nitpick everything. And you're like, motherfucker, I'm doing this for free free the last you've been in the entertainment business for 35 years your last tour you sold out Fenway Park I know you got bucks and I'm doing this shit for free and (laughs) and you you don't like the font I chose fuck you but there is something about like listen I'm down with everybody who wants everything to be you know, hey man, there are people who are just a little picky, and I feel like sometimes picky people are the ones that make it a little bit further. But there's a scene in Beef where there is a guy that is, hey, what's up, Mel? Nice to see you. Yeah, it has been a while. Thank you for stopping by. But there's a scene in Beef where a guy is a carpenter, and he's giving his time and, and resources to a church for free. And while he's at church one day, after the service, he goes outside and he sees a sign is broken. And out of the goodness of his heart, he goes to his his truck, he grabs a ladder, he brings it back. He sets up the ladder. He gets up on the ladder and while he's fixing the sign, the pastor walks out and goes, hey, what are you doing up there? And he goes, ah, you know, I just had my ladder. I I saw the sign was a little busted. I figured I'd, you know, I'd, I'd fix it for you. 
pastor's like, well, that's, that's so nice. Like, what, what do we owe you? He's like, ah, you don't owe me anything, man. You're good. Don't worry about it. We're good. And he's like, well, that's really nice of you. That's, that's nice. Thank you so much. Is it still a little crooked? And I, I've never identified with a show more than that moment. Because you are doing free shit for people and they still have that like little fucking like, it's not good enough. And you're like, what the fuck, man? Like, listen, I'm down with perfection. I want everybody to get their shit right. However, when you, when you drop, that's like, it's so true, man. I saw that and was just like, you motherfucker. Fuck that guy. Anyway, beef is great. Dave is great. Mrs. Maisel, not quite caught up on it yet. I'm getting there. Barry is kicking ass on HBO right now. Fuck, dude. And after those three shows are done, I'm done. Like, that, that's it for the summer. No more, man. Like, I'm going to be writing. I'm going to be hanging. I want to be outside, sitting around, you know, drinking beers. And, uh, yeah, so it'll be done. But those three shows, Barry, Dave, Maisel, Beef, four shows. Those are the four. Check them out. Absolutely. Thank you guys so much for stopping by. I really appreciate it. You can find this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. Monday nights, for the most part, we try to get it going around 7 p.m. Love if you stop by. We're trying to figure out some new things. Instagram is kind of being a dick about letting us do lives the way I want to do lives. They haven't really quite updated their software yet to be able to allow it for us to go back to do them the old ways. So we're kind of stuck doing them the way we're doing them now, which is fine, but it's not exactly how I want to do it. Uh, Lynn, Muppets Mayhem. That's my newest dorky show. Dude, yeah. I got to go back and I got to hop on Disney and watch that. Also, don't forget this week, Wednesday night, Volstead's Uptown Minneapolis. Show is 8.30. I believe it's a free show. All you got to do is make reservations. Don't stand in line. Actually, I don't think you can make reservations. I do believe you got to stand in line for that one. It's a speakeasy, so no reservations. But either way, and then don't forget, Oklahoma City, Bricktown Comedy Club. There, four shows starting Friday with the one and only Adam Carolla. Check it out, rudypovich.com, adamcarolla.com slash events. Go to Bricktown Comedy Club. Like I said, I don't know a lot of people that are in Oklahoma City. I know a couple. I'm hoping that they stop out. Erica Bang, I know you're going to be down there visiting family. Hopefully I see you as well. Hi, Jamie. Nice to see you. Thanks for stopping by the live feed. In the meantime, find this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher. Monday night, 7 p.m. You can find it on Instagram. You guys are the best. Thank you so much. Excited for you. Excited for you, Stephanie Rizal. Excited for you. Thank you guys so much for taking a long walk to Cleveland. never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.